Blog Talk Radio. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, You guys want to start the show? Let's start the show. Welcome to Saturday Morning Serial, the show that celebrates the themes of our childhood Saturday mornings that we not only grew up with, but grew up with us. That's right. That's exactly how you deliver a tagline. And we want to welcome you <laughs> to not only our show, but the year 2018. Woo! I assume probably your phones have updated by now. You've realized that it is January 2018, and it's about time yeah. for what we here do a hostful year-end wrap-up. I, of course, am your host, Dan Grimshay. Also joining me is another one of your hosts, Marky. Say hey, Marky. Hey, hey. I'm still putting 2017 on my checks. (laughs) (laughs) I wrote a check. That's the the news today. Already writing checks and putting the wrong date. (laughs) Proud tradition. Also joining us is, hey, wouldn't you guess it, one more host, Johnny Heck. Johnny, where are you at? Hey, I'm still in 2016. I, <laughs> I hated it so much. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm entrenched in hatred, so I'm gonna hang back a little bit. No, it's good to good to be in 2018. Get that shit behind us. Yeah, yeah, great to have you. Um, I don't. I assume you're still talking about 2016 then. What, because what? 2016 was a rougher year. Oh, I it was think, horrible. Than 2017. In fact. Long-time listeners will know, last year, around this time, we did another year-end wrap-up. The hostful. The main difference being, it was about 2016. That's right. Instead of 2017. And this year. Which is what, eventually, you will be hearing us do. But first, let me mention our our episode last year. If you can go find it on iTunes or your Stitcher, Stitcher. or your Podify. You could just is that even... a real... Is Podify a real thing? Because otherwise, copyright Podify... Potify is, I think that's it. I, yeah, I think you can look on um, Splitty-Dap and um, Smoogle. If you guys want to cycle through my Twitter feed, which Actually, is oh. at StayClassy, SDCC, you guys will see retweets from Pablo Hidalgo mm-hmm. and Justin. Uh, you guys <laughs> Justin has retweeted me before. And check out, um, we have a very strong. we have a very live AOL uh, message board. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so you can check out that our MySpace page. Blow it up, blow it up. Yeah. yeah. So you can say things are going pretty fucking good for the yep. show. Yep. Yep. I, I would I would go so far as to say that Saturday morning cereal is the mayor of Geo Cities. <laughs> what is that? Oh. 
Oh, as your technological correspondent, GeoCities was a free Yahoo site. We could create a website, and it would look like shit and be on Yahoo. And um, this, yeah, early internet. It was it was it was free, and it this is all day. This is like nineties stuff. Wow, yeah. that's that. that's how deep the reference I just yeah. made goes. Point being, though, it's not the nineties anymore. Well, also, and the only thing that I care about isn't that horrible twenty sixteen anymore. That again, I assume you all just pause this show and, and just listen. came back after listening to the Welcome old. Welcome back, time we travelers. Really took a dump on 2016. Here we are in 2017. The big question should be, was it it? better? (laughs) How bad was it? No. See, see, you made a pledge, I recall, last year to never never disparage the year so hard. You said 2016 was going to be the worst year ever. It was. So that's the question. Pop culture-wise. Do you think pop culture-wise 2017 was better? Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely. That's that's absolutely. what that's but what all the viewers box office for. numbers will tell you it wasn't, you know, for all kinds of various reasons. The the re- like one of the main reasons why last year I was so kind of depressed is because Carrie Fisher I think died like a week earlier. Then we recorded this. Yeah, thing. it was like um, December. And that was right, after right. a lot of celebrity you know, uh, uh, deaths yeah. and things like that. It was it was hard. And it, it was, was literally yeah. the last it was, second. So it's it's almost like she died just like, for Oscar right. season. Yeah. You're it right. Was really it was it was heavy. And, um, you know, we know and you guys really should listen to last year's episode. We should even just cut out that one little thing that I said about her, because I think I even kind of cried when we recorded it. Like, I mean, I think I was kind of I think there was a tear. It was one single tier that I you typically cry I would say twice an episode Mm, I do there's been a lot of creative editing (laughs) to make you look a little bit better I cry a lot I'm a crier I just um, moving on that's why you hated 2016 that was was the main reason you were like this was a horrible year but also culture wise um, why is 2017 better then well I just don't think that we had I mean it's because of we didn't have the amount of celebrity deaths and it wasn't just random celebrities. It was people that I had really grown up with and that grew up with me. You know, you know like it was it was the people that we that was it. You know, like it's it's a uh, it's a harbinger of times are changing. Right. Like this is the things are catching up to us. Finally, you know, I just last year at this time, I had just turned 40. I just turned 41. Right? Didn't the, feel as no. Like the as impact big a is deal, not as but, exactly. Okay, gotcha. I'm still in the same age bracket as I was last year, <laughs> um, and so things are you know you know things are things are catching up to me now. Right? Uh-huh. Last year it was heavy and it was people were I know people that were dying, people that I grew up with. They're they're dying and it's sad and it's and it's it horrible. Was, which is not to say that we didn't have celebrity we deaths had this year. I mean, we've lost you know Tom Petty. Tom is, Petty was a, the, the ma- one. by far the big one, but yeah. he's not David Bowie. No, and so it was like it's music creative, I listen to more. Like I hear more Petty than Bowie. Are but they Bowie means more. on scale one to ten? An eleven or eleven and a half? It, we got an eleven. Also, here. he wasn't Prince. Makes it seem better. I mean, you know, well, also, 2016 versus 2017, I think we, we had a lot of celebrity deaths that really resonated. But 2017, we had a lot of celebrities that didn't die, but their careers absolutely. Yep. Yes, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because I think that also colors our view of it. 
mm-hmm. is where last year all we felt was like these oh, these poor celebrities, and also these small pieces of my childhood have passed. But this year, it's not a mourning procedure because we're after, – after Harvey Weinstein, Yep, that, that cascade effect yeah. was literally every few hours you could right. check the news yeah. to find out who else. I was, was afraid like, to look on oh Twitter. Oh, my God, he's Who's a monster. Trending? So I Who's think so on Twitter? it's not that you can mourn these losses it's that you kind of have to celebrate not the awakening not celebrate there's an awakening no, but it's, man. A, it's still have i think my it? point being it's yeah. a negative emotion not negative catharsis but negative like you have to be angry about this which makes it that that gives you that edge of like well at least i can be self-righteous that's fine but I, only if your response is like stressful like oh my god i can't i'm with this. you on this i'm with you on this but the the I thought you were going here, and maybe you still are. But uh, what I, you know, last year we felt very bitter and very defeated, and also Trump had won. And we're gonna we're gonna try to brush over that here later. But anyway, we're gonna, um, we're but gonna, anyway, we're gonna, anyway, anyway, we're gonna anyway, come anyway, over it. We're gonna anyway, come over it. Anyway, anyway, did, did anyway, you, did you get that joke? Anyway, well, anyway, <laughs> we're gonna make this great again. Anyway, um, anyway. <laughs> It's momentum. Go. Anyway, um, the one difference between it all is that now when you're starting to look at this Me Too movement mm-hmm. is that it's actually a good story. Mm-hmm. This shit is coming out. You can, And they, there's some motherfucking pieces of shit that need to not only lose their fucking jobs, but they need to be fucking run out of town. All right. And that's that's a very easy sentiment to get on board with, but I put it to you thusly, it really speaks to more of a systemic thing. What if it's deeper than that? And we're just looking at the symptoms now, and that's, I think, a question for 2018. Yeah, we'll see how we'll we'll, we'll, we'll see how this all shakes out for sure. But what it has done, and it's also happened in, in the political world and maybe in a in a smaller way, happening on uh, like like there's probably a ripple effect. Maybe in the telecoms industry, you've seen it in the uh, Silicon Valley, where men in power are now having to answer for these specific charges, mm-hmm. and it is now the standard response to say, "Nope, they're done. We're done," which is a total shift. That is the most dramatic shift, I mm-hmm. think. And now that it's all getting out in the public, that is also a big change. But I think you have to get a level deeper and realize that that's why no, it's just sort of built into culture. And how do you unbake? But that? that's but you know, in that minutia of description, is that right now it's not a death. Last year we were mourning the death. Yes. Uh, many, multiple times, right? And yes, people lost their jobs and their but well, but they're fucking dirtbags. But it's but, a career but, death rather than fine. An actual. That's death. fine. But what we are, but the reason why it's different is because this is a celebration of the empowerment. Yeah. Right. And it's well, a, like this is it. Like this is like people are fucking rising up and they're speaking for themselves and they're taking ownership of it. And this shit is going to stop. Well, We've now maybe you're being. No, it's going to stop. You can't do shit anymore. Yeah, but I, I – well, now now we're going to get a little too deep into right. it. But I think uh, – Are you saying that fondling is good? 
No, I, I think I think it's like do you remember do you remember Jurassic Park? Um when Jeff Goldblum Life finds a way. Assholes find a way. Perverts yeah, find know, a way. But they're not going to be a simple it, way to say it, but I absolutely right, agree. Like, I think you're right. I don't think it's right. Obviously. This is obviously a step in the right direction, but no, to say, well, now it's over. Away. Thank God. Just like when Obama was elected. We said, oh, <laughs> I racism. guess racism yeah. is dead. Yeah. No, none of this is over, but it changes. It changes. It's going to go through growing pains, mm-hmm. and you're going to have weird backlash. And the only reason you can have backlash is... Well, it's like my problem with the new Star Wars. <laughs> my tiny problem is just that why are they called the resistance still when they're the ruling class? Why is why because it, he makes a great point, Benicio del Toro, when he absolutely sells someone out in Star Wars, uh, he, he's like, well, tomorrow you'll be blowing them up. Don't worry about it. Well, allow me to answer your uh, allow me to answer your question is because the resistance is resisting the first order. Wouldn't they be enforcing then? No, they're resisting the first order from encroaching. I'm not going to get into this. Yeah, no, but that's what they're doing. If if you want an answer, I actually think none of this is really useful. But I do think (laughs) I'm going to give you the fascinating conversation. Well, let's have this. Let's work this out right now. All right, 2017 happened. Now we look. We had there's been there's been an awakening. All right, and um, (laughs) have you felt it? Have you felt it? And the awakening has been. Just and I, I just I'm glad I'm glad this is I'm glad this is here I'm glad this conversation is is just bubbling right now because I'm face to face with the problem, okay? And what I mean by that is he's pointing at everybody. Right know now. I'm pointing at the sky because I don't want to point specifically. He's but I'm going to say right now is that right is that right now right now. He's, He's, right now, he's almost there. Right now, he's so close. You guys can talk. Stop him, John. I'm trying to talk. Okay, but right yeah, now, it's laborious. I'll keep. I'll just, I'll start again. I'll start again. Keep on interrupting. I will pull this conversation. Keep on over interrupting. Right here. But the Last Jedi was one of the greatest Star Wars movies of all time. We all know this, but there's this bullshit fucking backlash on it, and I blame prequel haters for it. Oh, here we I blame you guys for it I was because afraid he was you guys make this made it okay nice. to argue with the makers. <laughs> and you open up the fucking floodgates to hating Star Wars for stupid petty reasons and now it's coming back and it's biting you all in the ass. But wait a minute, I could counter by saying isn't the whole point of the original rebellion in Star Wars about arguing with the makers? But saying, Not no, it makers. shouldn't be this way? Well. It's an evil empire. <laughs> no, no, it's got nothing to do with the makers. What's your point? What's your defense, my, my, oh, Johnny Hack? I don't think it's prequel it hater. For me, yes. Absolutely. And we talked to the guy. What, what was his name that did the prequel film? Great film. And I told him on air. I still, you know, don't like the prequel. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, great movie, by the way. If you get a chance to figure it out, we'll... Plug it later. Anyway, I don't think the problem with with the last it's Jedi, called unlearn the prequels. Yeah. <laughs> no, is it a uh, revenge of the prequels? Of the, the prequel strike back. The prequel strike back. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Okay. Yeah. All right. There we go. Plug. So, right. So yeah. No. I, and I told the guy, hey, great film, but I still you know disagree after watching it. And I'll say this: 
My my take on the Last Jedi, I did love it. We all agree, but I don't think the haters are necessarily uh, prequel haters. I think the haters are the the professional theorists that go on websites like Reddit and every Star Wars message board that you could find, and they've been theorizing before The Force Awakens and two seconds afterward about who the hell Ray's parents are. Who Snoke is, who's it, and none of it paid off, and they fucking lost their mind. Even I, and I'll tell you this, I walked out of the film and I go, man, none of that paid off because I go on Reddit. I go on some of these sites, <laughs> and I read the theories. I don't chime in, but I fucking read them. You know, I just kind of... So I you're like a low-tier Low-tier. I kind of stock him. I check him out. He's, he's a consumer. And then it didn't, but it's it didn't a, pay it's off. It's a big spectrum, and a lot of us are on it. And it didn't pay so. off. But, and I, I talked about it, and then I talked to you guys after the film, obviously. Uh-huh. And then I realized one of the great things that Ryan Johnson did with this film was it made me fucking forever stop theorizing and looking at the shit and accepting it because if you have two years of built-up internal fucking um, ideas and theories and when they don't cash in, you feel disappointed, that's the dumbest fucking thing I could think of, man. I built it up to something and it didn't pay off and I'm blaming someone else. Like, take it for what it is. Coming from a prequel hater. That is my point. Now, but... But anyway. I just don't like the prequels because they fucking suck. That's it. No, you can't. No, it's just not. But anyway. There could be whole discussions about why the prequels are are just fine movies. But But, um, anyway. Listen, I'm glad glad that we've stumbled into uh, this discussion because... Yes, let's talk about movies of 2017. Well, let's keep There's talking about this one. one. Yeah. That's a big one was The Last Jedi. I personally, let's go around the table. Right. Probably the most divisive Star Wars movie uh, since the last one. Well, since the prequel. <laughs> no, they're all divisive, but that's just <laughs> it. Like, yeah, that's that the was point. my point. Yes. It's yes. Just, like, there's actually, I be, did I share this link with you guys that talks about what would have been the forums of 1984 uh, right. the whole excellent point the, the empire if, strikes back yes. was not liked yeah. but yeah. if if you had the kind of pressure that every star wars movie has now if between 1977 and 1980 when uh, empire came out if you had had people chirping at each other millions at a time with this twitter whatever it would have been back then. But if you had that kind of social media connection, Mm -hmm. the pressure on Empire Strikes Back would have been so great that it would be ranked, it would be reviewed differently now. People would have been pissed about Darth Vader. It would have been a different world. Now that we live in that world, the way that Ryan Johnson made this movie, I thought, was brilliant. Brilliant. Because not only does he have to say, I have to make the next two, two and a half hours Star Wars. I have to show you something you never even thought about. But I also have to realize that I'm being paid to set up another 30 or 40 hours over the next 15 years. And he did it so well that not only did he manage that incredibly complex task, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but he also gave me about two and a half hours of the most entertaining movie I saw all year. Yeah, It was such a broad range of emotions. And he did not serve, you know, he like didn't, yeah, the, the base idea. He of, didn't suck anybody. I'm just going to treat this like <laughs> nothing but Star Wars. He also said, I'm also going to make you laugh. I'm also going to yes. make you excited I'm make you think about, about the this. fact that this is a good movie, not 
just and I'm going to I'm make watching you, someone with a lightsaber. And I'm going to make you question your understanding of Star Wars. Right. Yeah. It was it's epic. Challenge exactly. It that way. It's huge. And um I love Star Wars. Love, 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 love Star Wars. Yes. Now, I am the type, and I was thinking about this recently, maybe my fourth or fifth viewing of The Last Jedi. Um, every time I've walked out of a Star Wars movie, I've been like, oh, that's the best Star Wars movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. That's the type of Star Wars fan I am. It's not, I'm not a, I'm not better than anybody else who, if you like Star Wars, you're, you're, you're welcome to enjoy it however you want to enjoy it. But I'm the type of person that you walk out of a new Star Wars movie and I'm like, Oh, I was so excited. That's the one yeah. that I want to see again. I personally don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's the one. Even if you're like a yeah. Fast and Furious fan and you yep. come out of that movie with that buzz. You want to enjoy it? More yes. power Go to for you. it. You want eight of them? Do it. Yeah. Knock yourself out. Even no though problem. I understand the average like uh, Joe Schmo internet review of anything from a franchise like that is is basically, even if they say this is the best one yet, that just means this is the newest one I've seen yet. And you're going to, yes, that's how I see it. Which is great. Yes. That means it's working for yes. us. And, and well, uh, if, if you want to boil it down for me, Last Jedi did that for me. And I think we should boil that down quickly for all of us before we move on to the next yeah, one. Johnny Heck, did it, it do it for you? It, it sounds did. like it took a lot of work. It did. And I did walk out. And I thought, because you guys, we didn't go in the same screening because you guys went in the double feature. I couldn't make it, but I want to talk to you about it. But we, we did talk about it. But I remember I walked out and I saw, I heard a guy go, that was disappointing. And the people I went with, hey, really liked in there. Chris, what do you think? You're the Star Wars kind of nerd of the collection I was with. <laughs> and I go, I got to sit on it. They go, well, what do you mean? I go, let me just marinate on it. Let me, let me figure it out. I liked it, but I had to see where it, so I came to, you know, like I just shared do about the Do you feel like theories, that moment but, while you were walking out, were you so kind of susceptible and lost and sort of like forming the memory that hearing that guy saying that? Did it tarnish you? No, it didn't tarnish. It resonated because I was of two minds. It was like those fucking theories that were in the back of my mind. I wasn't sitting there You were a victim. I wasn't going, Snoke has to be this. Ray's parents have to be that. Luke has to do this. I was not thinking any of that. So when I saw all this new shit and and those fucking theories were in the back of my mind and I saw something new, then I just quickly realized, wow, I saw something new and that's what Star Wars is about. It gave us so much new shit. That was awesome. Exactly. And that's why we need to have this conversation. Yes. Um, the, The thing about this movie, the reason why people are so fucking pissed off about it is because it totally shatters our concepts of what Star Wars has to be. Mm-hmm. And because of that, people are upset because it's not their Star Wars. It's the same thing about the prequels, but that's a different subject. Now, um, when you were looking at this movie individually, these little tiny little pieces, just let me just give you an example. This, the mission that Finn is on, mm-hmm. that Poe sends him on, right? it totally fucking fails fails not only yeah. does and and star wars most of the movies are based on this one in a million wild mavericky fucking mission that's a great shot kid that yeah one yeah in one in a million yep. that's what it takes and you just balls into the wall go for it man and it fucking works no it not only did it fail in this movie but it caused the deaths of probably thousands because yeah. Benicio it, del Toro it gave away. Completely backfired. Correct. It yeah. hurt the yeah. situation. And 
inadvertently leads to Luke sacrificing himself. Yeah. yeah. To come in out. alert. Because but Luke's if they all make it has out, always been to go fix something. He never. Uh, but well, I guess he he's created not a, a builder, Jedi school that yeah, really went that wrong. Failed. But yeah. But yeah. other than that, he's he's usually his only job is to show up just in the nick of time to fix something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Save the fucking day. So yeah. of course that's, that 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 makes sense for his role if you look at it in that way. Sure. But uh, the the failure of that mission was so spectacular, I think you're right. It helped to reset the rules. Correct. Which is what I loved. And in case that didn't inform you, Kylo Ren saying, the Jedi must die. Mm-hmm. The Sith, the must, Sith die. must die. Yeah. Your parents were nobodies. Yeah. Your parents he answered nobodies. almost all the theories. Word for word. I, I wish. <laughs> and I love that he just had the guts to say, well, we got to rip this Band-Aid off eventually. You know what's you funny? can't do this for another three fucking series. What's so funny about what you just said is because, yes, we didn't all – Shay and I saw it together. And, you know, Johnny Heck saw it. By, but after the movie, around 930, Johnny Heck sent us a text, and he's like, you know, what did you guys think and all this stuff. I do believe that my text to all of to both of you was – Something to the effect of, I predicted nothing, yeah. or I got it all wrong, and it was fucking awesome. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah. it was something like yeah. that. And so, yes, I, I had a theory. I of think what it was like, was. I expected nothing and got everything. And it's, it's so funny because yeah. we actually recorded before... Before the week of the movie, all oh, three shit. of us yeah. recorded. We could go back and listen, but we're not going to play it for you guys. Yeah. It's, it's a total waste of time. Yeah. But we because all... it was essentially 45 minutes of predictions. I think Ray. But what happened? Which, which plays right into the hands of of, of what sure, Johnny yeah, Heck you yeah, were talking about. Theories, and we if you fall into that trap, well, it just means each Star Wars has another six feet of that crap to rise mm. up against. So Ryan Johnson resetting that. Yep. I, By the way, he, um, he did it so well, in my opinion. Although it's it, my theory is not discredited. Snoke could be still could be Plagueis. Oh, I mean, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Is the genius of what matter. he did? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it, I don't give a fuck who Snoke is. And also, uh, Ray's parents still could be somebody. I don't True. care. There wasn't True. a flashback showing it. So. Right. That fucking scene, the fucking red room with the Crimson Guard mm-hmm. and Snoke no. fucking cut in half and shit. Fuck. Dude, I knew I knew Sick. and we all knew we talked about it and everyone in the world has, but I knew it was going to be different when <clears throat> excuse me, when Luke takes that lightsaber and chucks it over his fucking I, went, I know. I went, here we go. Yeah. This you, is something Grip Shay laughed out loud in the theater <laughs> at that yeah. scene. It actually like, took me a second or two. Though. Yeah, I remember it because he did it, and it just struck me like, wait, is that offensive? <laughs> no. No, it's not. That's no, brilliant. It's brilliant. That's brilliant. the moment that kind of everyone was waiting for. Like, like we all thought the movie was going to start with him reaching out, touching the lightsaber. Then there'd be, I don't know, lightning and the dragons from <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> and uh, Some and, big uh, John Williams and the Hobbits are fighting yeah. Braveheart or something. But no, what are you going to do? It's all it is is it's just one moment yep. to the next yeah. in the Star Wars universe. And you have to expect it to evolve and change. And for God's sake, all the Jedis were dead in 1970. 
1977. <laughs> Why do we think they're actually coming back or something? Well, and it's funny that you said that, too, because um, my brother, who we've, we've been talking Star Wars since we were kids, and I, I'm always interested in what he – and I – we agree. We love we love the movies together, and you know all, all this other stuff. And what he texted me was, I think, and we've talked since. He doesn't. He's he likes the movie. Don't get me wrong, but what he texted me immediately after was that Brian Johnson killed killed well, Luke's legacy. Killed right? Luke's legacy. Yeah. Something to that effect. Yeah. And um, and I we've had discussions since then and, and he's seen it a couple times since then, so he liked the movie, but we were kinda talking about it. Thank God now, he came back to his senses. Yeah, yeah, Mark yeah, yeah. Was like, but, he um, shut like up, go see times. this movie again. <laughs> shut up. No, he didn't yeah. he didn't dislike it at all, ever. You know, he just he had he's like, That's my initial thought. Because he wanted to see Luke Skywalker with Obi-Wan Kenobi young moves and he wanted to see that Luke Skywalker you know like that's what a lot of yeah. us wanted that and you know that's fine but what I want to and I I know Grimm is trying to get me to cut the Star Wars bit because I always want to hijack the show with Star Wars but the one thing that I would my 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 closing thought of this <laughs> well my, closing, the show, thought, everybody. my <laughs> closing thought of this is my closing thought of this is is that what Luke Skywalker showed us in that film is a higher power higher level of Jedi than we all could even conceive, mm. you know, which is actually proof of God in itself to many respects. <laughs> see you around, so, kid. you know, <laughs> see you around, kid. Motherfucker. Yeah. Motherfucker. That was, that was oh. great. So winky. So, and it felt earned at that point yeah. in the movie to me. So good. Uh, although if you are already turned off by all these turns of events, that probably feels like a smack in the face. So I'm so not don't you, like it, you all now obviously you know where I stand on the last Jedi mm-hmm. but if you did not like it if you do feel like it tarnished Star Wars for you I'm I'm not going to fight you I yeah. apologize I'm sorry you feel that yep. way and I can to a certain degree I understand it yeah, and then I understand it, the situation, but tell you what, it was really easy for me to go on with it. So if that makes me a sellout. I sold out in 2017, and I'm ready to start 2018 that way. Uh, now I think that was a great discussion of a movie uh, that we all liked, and it took <laughs> a, a good time, but we covered a lot of ground. Uh, I also the only other movie I feel like socially, pop culturally, like importantly would be worth talking about is uh, uh, Get Out. However, only I have <laughs> seen it, so we can skip that. Uh, well, and on what that about note, what I want to do is take a little break. Okay. We're going to talk about maybe some television. Well, I think we should talk about maybe Wonder some Woman. Broadway theater. We're talk about Wonder Woman. Ooh, Wonder Woman actually is Wonder worth Woman. talking about. But then we might have idea. to talk about Justice League. That's okay. Wah, 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 wah. Let's keep wah. going. Let's. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, break right now. We're gonna come back. We're gonna finish this combo. Oh yeah. Midichlorians sold separate. 
<laughs> That's a prize in this cereal box. <laughs> this cereal is not going to taste the way you think. <laughs> Good. Welcome back, everybody. Saturday morning cereal. Still wrapping up 2017. So far, we covered one, one of the most recent movies <laughs> released. Uh, but going on from that, uh, Wonder Woman definitely deserves mentioning, uh, yeah. not just because it was a huge hit mm-hmm. and because it was probably, it almost redeemed the entire uh, DC, DC universe yeah. reboot or or establishment. The universe. DC race to catch up with Marvel mm-hmm. more than anything else, but also because it's one of the only movies all three of us saw. Oh, yeah. So it's definitely worth talking about. All right, I'll start off. Personally, I liked it. I thought it was just a good superhero movie. I know there's yeah. plenty been made about the feminist angle. Uh, maybe sure. the the best <laughs> evidence that it was is that I didn't really think about that when I was watching I know. it. That's right. It was just a good movie versus, say, one of the ones we really beat up on last year. Suicide uh, Squad. Suicide oh, Squad also. Horrible. Horrible. And also I was more thinking uh, Batman, Superman. I like that, though. So I don't think we all universally beat up on that one. But No, I didn't say universally, just me. Oh, I, yeah. Suicide I Squad, we all I did not enjoy that movie much. Suicide Squad, I did not enjoy all that much. And it had a, but I still a went lead. in to catch Wonder Woman. Uh-huh. And I enjoyed it. Now I'm going to pass it off to Johnny Heck. Wonder Woman, what did you think? I, I echo the same. I mean, it was a really, again, a good movie, great superhero movie, little period piece. I mean, one thing I enjoyed, um, you know, you just watch it in the theater, and you see these parents, right, taking their kids. And you see, you know, maybe the mom has a Wonder Woman shirt on, a little kid, little girl, just, you know, a little Wonder Woman outfits. I mean, this is the thing about having all these superhero movies where they're all guys and they're all typically white men, you know, and you get finally this woman there and she's kicking ass. So you have all these kids trying to emulate that. They want to be Wonder Woman. And it's awesome for that little empowerment for kids in this, you know, new generation as a movie thematically, it was awesome. It hit all the right tones. I think, um, I really didn't have anything wrong with it. I mean, it was just fun. Gal, uh, Gal Gadot, she fucking rocked it. Rocked it. Um, yeah. You know, the couple little throwbacks, I think, is well-directed. I mean, everything, pound for pound, one of the best superhero movies of the year, if not the best. I mean, yeah. Thor, Ragnarok, I know we're not going to touch on that. Guardians was good. good. Guardians was good, but Wonder Woman again. Certainly a, show a me year something not I bereft of superhero movies. No, no, of course But not. I think Wonder Woman really might have been the best. It might have been better I, than any Marvel movie. It's the be- it was the yeah, best comic. It was the best comic book movie, in my opinion. And, and yeah. one of the hallmarks for me. Oh, wait, for, no. That's not true at all. I take that all back. Uh-oh. I take that all back. Spider-Man? Because we forgot. I was going to ask you, Marquis, do you take that all back? Spider-Man happened, and Spider-Man was great. It was a fucking John Hughes movie, and that was a may, great Maybe approach. that's the big difference, That was a great yeah. approach, and it was a good – it was a really, really good Spider-Man movie. The best comic book movie of the year is Logan. Ooh. It is you know, so okay. fucking good. And Would that, you agree? I, no, yeah, Logan. Oh, Logan is out. Logan is killed it, right? Yeah. Um, but it, it's one of those things where they're two different movies, and I think a good hallmark of a good comic book movie is if you watch it and you don't feel like it's a good, like it's a comic book movie. Yeah, it's just a good movie. Like, look at the Dark Knight. 
Good movie. That doesn't even feel like necessarily. Other other than the guy has a cape. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but you could look at it and go, this also fits outside of the genre. Nolan's films did that. Wonder Woman did that. Logan, you know, the old man Logan storyline. This is absolutely a comic book movie. They have fucking X-Men comics in the movie. Yeah. And it was one of those things where, you know what? We're going to go out with a bang. Let's make this fucking R-rated Logan film where he's stabbing people in the head and finally giving people kind of like the Wolverine we wanted to see the whole time. And it kind of pays off after watching him play Wolverine for 15 years. Uh, And even though the character is jumping around in time... One of the big questions that's always been about Wolverine is like, well, is he ever going to really snap? Yeah. I mean, this guy is supposed to be... Unbreakable. He's unbreakable, but he is constantly tested. Yeah. So to see him, it's to see his character, and it's rare you get uh, a character who has not been rebooted after literally like 15 years. I know. Get to play it out to that end. And I think that kind of helped me to enjoy that. I was like, this is also just like I've got to follow his Wolverine. Know. And it's it's also just, I mean, we've had a one of our best shows from last year was we were talking about Westerns. And Logan, I mean, they even make it a point to have the characters in the movie watch the movie Shane. Yeah. And, right, a little and, on the nose. And but, yeah. Laura actually at... Spoiler alert, Wolverine dies. Um, at Wolverine's funeral, Lara is quoting the movie Shane's last famous lines. I'm not going to recite them for you guys here, but I love Westerns. I love Westerns. And to us, and if you guys go back to MattyPRadio.com, listen to our Westerns episodes, because <laughs> we talk about how the Western, in all of its forms, is actually the first comic characters the first comic superheroes and this movie bridges those so perfectly and it gives you this hero with the western cowboy kind of backdrop this is the final ride into the sunset and i'm going to do the right thing until i die and you never once see him in a neon jumpsuit no fuck that jumping out of a plane nope you just see what is Wolverine? He Wrinkles, is Clint and, Eastwood. Yep, yep, yep. In this movie, Grizzly. so so okay, yeah, I'm yeah. with you there, and I can see that comics have a great uh, history mm-hmm. of taking their characters and just you change the. It's the best movie of the year, maybe. <laughs> so so all right, yeah, so you get Logan. that one too. Logan, uh, Wonder Woman. Yep. Uh, which also leads us, you can't get away from the fact that that was supposed to be the big redemption. And then Justice League comes out, oh. which yep. I did not see. I've seen and it. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. I didn't see it because I didn't like Batman versus Superman. I will see it probably pretty soon, as soon as it is free and kind of in my face. I'll say this right now: it's the best Aquaman movie I have ever. <laughs> it was the best editing of a mustache I'm sure that's ever been on. I heard about this later. I, I, um, I've seen Justice League twice, both in the theater, a few days apart, because the first time I saw it, I was hammered, uh-huh. and I fell asleep, and I woke up at the end, popcorn gone. But 
I <laughs> and I walked out, and then I thought I liked it, and then I go back a few days later with another friend of mine, and I I pretended like I'd never seen it because I don't want to ruin it for them, you know. And I I watched it again, so I watched it not drunk. Classic addict yeah. behavior. Total yes. fucking total normal thing to do. <laughs> um, I watched it again, and I remember more from the first time. <laughs> or I had a better time the first time. I um I liked it. It was fine. It really it was fine. I it's just don't fuck around with Superman. Like just bring him in or don't fucking bring him in. Like what the fuck are you doing? Well, because uh, maybe you know, like, maybe I Superman just, has never had Ryan Johnson to realign our expectations of what we can get. Sure. I, I, you're right. I mean, Brian Singer did it. He realigned Superman brilliantly, and we all yeah. chased him out of town. For all 10,000 people Superman. who watched the movie. I know. Apparently was, he did. The, the, the Brian Singer Superman is the best Superman movie I've seen in the last 30 years now. But anyway, that's old news. What we get now is bubblegum Superman superhero bullshit. Superman 4. Quest for peace. Well, yeah. Well, since Superman 2, actually, in my opinion. Um, but anyway, the movie was the movie was fine. It was it was fun, and it was it was it was great. It's seeing superheroes, seeing the Flash and Wonder Woman and all that stuff. But still, the reason why I kind of point this out is because I don't remember the story any more than when I was fucking hammered. Than yeah. when I saw it normally, I cannot tell you the story right now. Ask me. And this, yeah, and what was the this, story? I don't know. This only cements what I was already afraid of, right. uh, and I, I, I owe it to at least watch it. But again, when it's free, it's fun to move. It's I've when seen it's it part twice, of some package I already pay for. I will watch it, and hopefully, I'll have some fun. But that kind of it's maybe I'm buying into that, like we discussed earlier, Johnny, uh, where. Where if you have so much expectation, where if you want to see these characters treated in the way that you already right. know how they should be treated. So yeah. basically you should just keep it in your head. But was... Once you put it on screen, what I don't like is that these characters were so big on Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. There was never a Marvel cartoon I know. You're right. It was DC. It didn't matter. I mean, there was Spider-Man. Like the whole thing of, meanwhile, was, meanwhile, meanwhile comes meanwhile. from that show. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that was part of growing up were, were these characters that have been so mishandled during the process of our of our growth together. Whereas well, Marvel know, said, well, you, we'll do it right with characters you barely knew about. Well, you I know what did. I would say about about this? And I know you haven't, you haven't seen it yet, Johnny Heck, but... Um, the one thing that this does do is the best parts of the Justice League are the B-level characters. It was Flash. It was Aquaman. Mm -hmm. Like, they were actually very well thought out for the screen time that they had. Very good. Wonder Woman was very good. Batman was good, but it it just wasn't it wasn't a Batman movie. It wasn't enough, you know. Um, Superman was good, you know, CG mustache aside, mm -hmm. um, which I didn't know. I knew there was something off. I didn't know what they did, but there was something weird about it, right? Yeah. Now. And why not the black suit? But anyway, that's a different thing. Um, the cool thing, though, if you stay for the end credits, they cut to Jesse Eisenberg. And he's in the prison cell or something, and he runs into one of the other villains, and he goes, 
I think we need to start like a something something that can compete against this league, you know. I think maybe we need to start They're already using the word league. He said, he said I think like, like a legion or something. He <laughs> says that. And then I heard, meanwhile, and the yeah. thing comes out of the, yeah. comes out of the water. water. Yeah. And like, then he that's winks, what I, it winks at the yeah. camera. And you hear, cha-ching. Yeah. <laughs> the, was, reason, you know, the reason I skipped yeah. it was Justice I, League, I watched... come for the post-credit scene, right. stay for two hours of drivel. <laughs> it was okay. Leave angry. Dude, I, I watched Man of Steel in the theater. I didn't, you know, again preconceptions, whatever, you hope it lives up to. None of it was there. Then I watched Batman versus Superman. It was all right. Then Suicide Squad sucks. So no, I'm but I did like Wonder Woman, but no. Yeah, I'm not why were see. we so willing to go to Wonder Woman then? Because it was something kind of, cool. I don't have it was an answer own, for it that, was their own but thing. I didn't know it until I watched it. But I did want to watch that one. I was like that that's one I want to go out and see. I don't want to wait for it to just sort of fall down to the bottom like I'm doing with Justice League. Well, I, almost, you know, almost unilaterally, man, the fucking reviews I read. And, and, and again, there's you know a few reviewers, a few bloggers, whomever, that you kind of um, trust. They said it was better than Suicide Squad, but maybe as good or not as good as Batman versus Superman. And that's what I thought seeing the previews. Yeah. So to see this confirmed, I was like, fuck you. You're not getting my money. On Netflix, I'll check it, but in the meantime, you could, you know, fuck, fuck you and fuck well, your face. You know, this is a lesson to all of you: don't watch movies like Johnny Heck. <laughs> but if I was you, right. If you want to see you said something, it, you said no, you didn't but, even know what it was about. I just I know, saved money. You, if you, you saw it twice. If you yeah. want to see a movie, go see the goddamn movie. Well, don't sure. take, don't take all this baggage with you. You know, just you know, hold your popcorn and your dick. That's all you need. But you lost your popcorn. My dick's in the box. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the same place. So I keep it all together. Yeah, so I, look, man. Right, look, so, look, so, so I think, it. I think we did a right. good job covering yeah. a year in movies there. Even though it was a huge year in movies, there were so many. There we really couldn't wasn't. All see them all. It was very disappointing box office numbers. Box office shitty... numbers were bad. That, that, yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean artistically that could it was be bad. Consumption. It's probably just a coincidence yeah. this year. Moving from that, now we get into a field which was literally so stuffed yeah. with good uh, content that I couldn't even see a fraction of it. And I was still entertained all year. Television. Television. God bless you, the triple golden age or whatever's going on. Uh, I think if you look at uh, what's got the most buzz, what the critics are talking about, you have, of course, your big network shows up at the top, your This Is Us's. Your uh, the good places mm -hmm. uh, stuff that was subversive, not like not aggressively subversive, not not like uh, we are going to make you think this is one thing and do something else. They're just going to say this is what you think, but it's more layered than you think. Mm -hmm. The good place had like uh, the last season's finale was a huge twist. Yep. So they got to play with that all season, and that just kept people engaged. So people obviously, since Game of Thrones killed off Ned Stark, people have gotten used to the idea that we like a good twist. We want things to go in directions we didn't expect. Well, tell some new stories and break the formula. Again, yeah. show us something Show us something new. And... Which is something movies are not doing. Right. But and... television is tripping over itself to do it. Although, and especially I network can't television. Keep up with all of the 
good TV that wants to work on different levels. Well, network television especially is really coming out big. I mean, the shows you mentioned and plenty of others, but for a while, HBO, Showtime, Cinemax, they Netflix. Dominated. And who and they still are. I think they kind of drove them to it, though. They're the ones who said, "See, see, networks, this works." Check Mm -hmm. out, check out Riverdale. I've seen some of Riverdale. It's really good. It's like, yeah, if if you took Twin Peaks and then or nine hundred two one zero, you set it to (laughs) the Archie comics, because it literally is taken from the Archie comics, right? But it absolutely is not an Archie comic story. It is not an aesthetic. It is not a mood or a tone that is appropriate well, for those comics. I really like – I I watched that show. Now, I watched it on Netflix, so I haven't watched the new season, which is out right now, um, on the CW. And, yes, I know about the CW app, but if you don't watch it right away, they, they only cycle like the last three episodes or four episodes. So, anyway, I'll, I'm going to wait. Yeah. I'm going to wait. A, so on, on, it's on a Netflix. very limited TiVo. Yeah. And so um, – I really liked it, and I like the stories, and I like the characters, and, you know, I like Archikins. That's, how, that's what Veronica calls Archie, and I like Betty, and I like Jughead, and I like all these characters that are coming in and out, and so I started to get kind of interested in the Archie comic, which we all read in the Sunday morning the Sunday, no, it wasn't uh, even in the Sunday morning. It was you Sunday had to paper. buy the books. No, it was never in the... Like the little digest. Yeah. I whatever. remember it, though. No, it Am wasn't I, in papers. Okay. It wasn't syndicated. You had to actually Maybe buy not, it. But it I was remember... the one that everybody in like the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade would buy. Some kids also bought real comic and books. the Some little Garfield books. Remember those? Were, and oh, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, yeah, except yeah. those were syndicated, but you could buy the books. Those far side, uh-huh. you know... The 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 Archie ones though you actually had to buy the whole digest which would come with like seven or eight stories in each one it was it was essentially selling you so much Archie every time that if you weren't a fan you had to become one brilliant move on their part well it was really good I I remember Archie when I was a kid like reading it you know I'm not a comic book guy anyway but I remember reading Archie. Um, and this well, was kind of this was enough for the me. Theme of the show. This was enough for me is what I'm trying to say. And as I started to get more interested in the show, I started to like Google Archie. You know, I wanted to know more about the characters, see how close it was and stuff. And apparently, if you like Archie comics, you hate this show. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it is Archie a huge Pierce. departure. Yeah, I think no, the Archie only Pierce I love the novelty pissed. of it. Right. I know. What's the take on it? I mean, there was yeah. Archie versus versus Punisher comic books. I mean, Archie's been taken <laughs> off. I mean, Sabrina yeah. the Teenage Witch was a was a take off. was a no, it was spinoff. Spinoff. There's yeah. been so many interagents of this fucking goofball. So well, but, but you know, but it it kind of goes on to like this kind of broader kind of theme. Is that like that? Can, can you we not grow enjoy up with it? it? Can it not grow up exactly. with us? Can That's you the not? Theme. Can you not just enjoy? Some piece of art that right. somebody something new wrote again. and acted and performed for you and that edited for you. It's oh, why can't new. you like this? Here's, Show here's, me something <laughs> I haven't seen before. Can you not just fucking like something for what it is? Like, isn't it not? Is it is it good or not? Like, watch it. And, you know, well, I assume the there. counter argument though say? would be like, <laughs> why do you have to use Archie then? Why can't you just That's make it a argument, show about right. that? Right. So, and I, as, while it's hard to argue with it, I wouldn't have watched it if I wasn't like, oh, this is like the Archie comic. I want to see the, the so, way that, the way that I watch you know it what? though. It worked for me. 
the way that I watch it is, hey, I want to see what they do with Archie. Yeah. You know, like, let's modernize this motherfucker. Like, this know, is like, what I'm going to do. I'm going to remake Three's Company, but he's going to be a drug dealer like Walter White. And that's why he's living with the girls. I mean, but, you know, obviously that's an I would watch the pilot. Also, um, my fan fiction is available on this. <laughs> but, you know, it's kind of the same thing. You know, give me something new that's something old. They want to tie it to something old to give you something new to bring people in. The yeah. whole premise of Three's Company is that... Jack is living with these two ladies, and the landlord thinks that Jack is gay because he wouldn't be okay with the man living with two women. So if you were just to make a Three's Company now, it yeah. wouldn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. You to would have to see – you, you would have to rewrite Three's Company. So thank you, Johnny Heck, for proving my point once again. Yep, yep. Well, I think he was agreeing with it to begin with. So <laughs> exactly. I, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. We'll call Cheers that a to victory that. to somebody out there. For those of you well, that are competitive. That also erases bosom buddies from uh, being normal. Too. Yeah. yeah. It is. It yeah. does. It doesn't. Yeah, you're right. And again, this has been kind of a watershed year. Maybe everybody was so frustrated and frightened at the end of 2016 that we spent the last year where we now we are rethinking so many societal norms, uh -huh. which also would help explain the whole Harvey Weinstein thing. We've already gone into detail on. Uh, there have been a lot of changes. This has been a big changing year. Yeah. And again... I guess you could say any year is a year of changes because that's the point of talking about a year in retrospective. But I think this has been a big one, but it's only the beginning. A lot of things are going to change in big ways before they settle down to the normal year-to-year -year kind of this is, change of trends that we got used to for I, I the do 90s get, and though, 2000s. I, I get that this is I, – I, my feeling on this is that this is like this like death rattle. Um. And I'll say the fucking two words again. Donald Social Trump. Justice League. Oh, Donald Trump again. Words. Like it's just this. He's this harbinger of waste and destruction and chauvinism. <laughs> you know, like this is it. This is the death rattle of it. You know, like this is the the last. This is the last of it. It's really coming on thick right now. You know, and, and I know it's all over your face. I think. But, you know, but this is like, you know, we're going to get through this fucking bullshit. I love that you see it that way yes. because I think a lot of people see the exact same thing and they think, oh, this is the harbinger of things to come. Nope. This it's is over. Not the death knells. Yep. This is things are going to get worse. Personally, I believe things aren't as bad as they look. And in the past, they aren't as good as you remember them. So we're probably going to be all right we're gonna be you know, until we run out of oxygen or coal or something like that. That's down the road. Let's talk about more TV. I was talking about television. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and you're yeah. You know, speaking Here. about end times, but I will mm -hmm. say this. There's a few shows that maybe didn't um, kind of break the mold, but they're kind of semi-familiar territory. And I'll get into one. Um, there's a show called uh, Travelers on Netflix. It's with Eric McCormick from Will and Grace. Mm -hmm. It's just your – it's a sci-fi show, and it's just fucking great. It's a real simple premise. People come from the future, inhabit people are about to die, and they're trying to stop the apocalypse. Um, great show. Really easy, and it's fun to watch. And it, and it, it kind of reminds me – you're talking about like – 
old is new, new is old. It's a sci-fi show that could have come out years ago. It could come out now, when you say years ago, do you mean like a couple seasons after Lost came out when they were doing like the 4400 and shit Yeah, like exactly. That? That's kind of yeah, what it sounds it, like. It, it, it's similar, but, you know, it's good writing and all that. So I'm watching this on Netflix, and I'm not – I don't need the next Breaking Bad or Game of Thrones or next – you know, even The Handmaid's Tale, I watched that. I mean, at – Everyone kind of flipped their tits on that one. I thought it was good. Not oh, I've had that on my list for. It, I think it was what, good, not great, but God, like so much of the trailers, like you just mentioned, like you know, all this kind of back to normal. It was good. It's not groundbreaking, but I really like it. I think it's really well done. So you're finding that kind of that that safety show, you know, on 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 Netflix where you so, can watch it. I really so you like mean like like TV is actually getting so good and intense that we kind of now are gravitating back to be like, hey, stop trying to say something. Or not? I shouldn't even say stop trying to say something. Stop saying something. Stop being so serious. Stop being so impactful. No. Let me have my out. popcorn yeah, time. Yeah, back. and try to be all, all super twisty. Well, why are they super... mutually exclusive, though? Why can't you have it all? You could. There's some of it, but it, it's just good it's a good it's a good sci-fi show with good actors, good storytelling, and it's fun to watch. It's not trying to change the world, even though the TV show is. And a lot of shows that come before it that you know I've talked about that really haven't gotten as much traction, but this one's really good. And the first season came out, the second season just did, and I enjoy it. You know, not a lot of people talk about it. Which um, one? It's called again uh, the travel or travelers. Travelers. Eric McCormick. You know. Um, it's really simple. Again, really well done. I dig it, but it's not, you know, everyone around the fucking water cooler. Do you see what Walter White did? Yeah. Did you see what fucking Jon Snow did? Everyone's up your ass about it. Have you watched this? Have you watched it? Have you watched it? You know, it's like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. No, I haven't seen the Ozarks, motherfucker, because I don't like Jason Bateman. So, yeah, but you know, but the, th- well, the shame. But, I love but, him, and I'm st- I still haven't seen it. I plan to. Yeah, but there, it's like there are shows that there's not a show in your ear. I found the show yep. just suggestions for Johnny, and I watch it, and I fucking like it. You know, that's so. where TV's going, and I want to come back to that. I definitely do. But have you guys? Because that's my no, point. Have you guys heard of no, it? No, I haven't well, even heard yeah. of it. So, yeah. Or I've heard and of I it. Haven't. I don't watch it. But but so then let me ask you this then: If it were one of those shows at the water cooler, would you feel? the same way about it, would you still like it as much if it were the next Game of Thrones? Absolutely. If everyone was talking about it. Yeah, absolutely. So is and this just I, you I being kind of upset that you know it and no one else? It's it's Wilco. It's it, just not catching on, but everyone respects it. Dude, it almost that feels Wilco. better. It almost feels better, dude, that I'm watching it and not everyone's fucking chopping up the theories. Because, again, back to, like, Last Jedi and shit, and even a show like Lost... The more popular it gets, everyone's going to fucking dissect everything. And then the more mm. theories come out, the more people talk about it. What is this guy this, this guy that? And then all of a sudden the show has to build up to this fucking hype that was designed around it by the fan base. And then it doesn't live up to the hype. So you get shit on just like Lost did in the final fucking episodes, final season. Everyone fucking we're in hated this, it. We're know? in this. Um, so I like it when it shows low-key like Travelers. That's why I brought it up because there's no fucking insane fan following just trying to fuck it we're we're in this but, we're in but this phase right now. Listen, my hand but it sounds getting, like yeah. it's getting uh it's getting the kind of uh, funding and uh, viewership it needs to keep going and be good. Right. So maybe that can only happen in an environment where you have not just one lost but three or four. Like you have simultaneously Stranger Things and right. Game of Thrones and. Uh, all the other stuff that everyone is water cooler talking about, 
they're still willing to throw enough money. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. And there is enough attention. Yeah, it's not one to wait. Yes, you're interrupting, but you are trying desperately. We're trying desperately to not just stick everything to Netflix right now because that's 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 where I want to go. That's where I want the conversations to go. Um, there's a lot there. Is there anything else on the network side that you guys can think of that you watch? And do you, I, oh, anything? I cut the cord last year. Right. I don't but, know. But is there any I other did, shows? I you watch Big Bang Theory? Do you do anything? Or? I think, well, I watch The Good oh, Place. Oh, Big Bang? I mean, never watch Big Bang. Theory. Okay. I, I like Big Bang. I the think it needs the end. I think it needs the end. The Good Place is there. I love The Good Place. Um, that twist was the good. Good Place, actually, I did see because it was on Netflix. Right. I watched no, the whole and first And then it season. was on Hulu, too. Great little twist there. Or maybe it was Hulu. Whichever yep. one... Whichever one I watched it in, ended up enjoying it. I'm glad that that it wasn't longer and it had that great twist at the end. Does anybody watch Brooklyn Nine Nine? I I I like that show and I've watched almost every season, but I don't think I caught any of this new one. I don't like Johnny Hex. Okay, he fucking grinds on me. He grinds my gears. You're you're into (laughs) taking bias with your pop culture. That's fine. Now the thing is, now the thing is with this. It, uh, I just read this. Um, it was a uh, it was a series of tweets, um, and it was talking about how Brooklyn Nine Nine might get canceled next season. And it's it's the actual premise of this tweet storm was watch this show while you can, even though it's a little hyperbolic because you could always watch the show; it'd always be out there. Yeah. Um, but the point of this article uh, or these or, or of this tweet storm was it, it goes through. Where Brooklyn Nine-Nine changes um, and how it treats modern society differently and how it should be applauded. I don't think this when I'm watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I laugh my fucking ass off. So I it's almost like the Wonder Woman syndrome. Where I, don't, yeah, I don't know After why. you enjoy watching it, you hear like, oh, and I was also somehow helping the world get better <laughs> yeah, okay. or it has yeah. more gravity than it should. Sure. I just enjoyed I just it because really like I'm it. a viewer. So you're going to wear this like a badge, like a social justice warrior. Yeah. You don't watch but, Brooklyn Nine. Yeah. Well, but you, when I started, but when I read this, this tweet storm, I was just like, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I am a good person. <laughs> and um, I'm making the world better. <laughs> is that why you got that and badge so, on you? And, yeah, it's a badge that's of like honor. Brooklyn Nine-Nine on it. He's wearing the it's badge. It's honor on oh it. Oh, my God. And, um, but let me just point out a couple of the things that this uh, tweet storm uh, highlighted was, is that it's one of its main characters is a homosexual black man. And he's the chief of the whole uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's the uh, the captain. Of he's the, the captain of and, the, um, the precinct. The, yeah, blah blah. And that his homosexuality is not treated as a punchline in the show. Normally, if you have a homosexual character, his homosexuality right. is a punchline. Oh yeah, yeah. there's a right? there's a woman's shoe. Is it yours, Captain? That yeah. type of shit. And, you know, yeah. it's yeah. fucking Billy Crystal and Benson, or mm. no, not Benson, Soap. Soap. Yeah. Soap. Yeah, which Benson was in Soap, so that's why I got a little confused. Um, so <laughs> there was that, and then there was like um, it has two black men in positions of authority. It was Terry Crews and um, Adrian Brower. A- Adrian Brower. Yes. Andre yeah. Brower. Andre Brower. Andre Brower. No wait, thanks. Andre Brower. That sounds right. And then point um, for me. And then it has. <laughs> and then it has. Um, it has two Latinas in 
positions of authority as well. Mm-hmm. And Sophia then, Vergara and um, Charles, no, right? No, <laughs> no, not Charles. See? You're such a racist. <laughs> Johnny Heck is a racist. That's what hey. I want to say. Um, don't, don't worry, everybody, though. Marky is here. He can name the actresses. Um, one of them is named Sophia Vergara. <laughs> and the other is Latina Latina. <laughs> Hold on. Let me think about this. Do I know their names? <laughs> Sophia. So, yeah. Sophia. So, so Adrian Brower and you know what, Latina though? Chick. I love this <laughs> oh, show I'm so, so much. I'm so into the story. Here's, here's the growth. See, see I here don't see color. Right here, I don't see baby. color. I don't see names or ethnicity. <laughs> I don't even see color. I don't even know. I don't see names. I just see ethnicity. Isn't that um, racist? <laughs> I don't even, I don't know other than Terry I'm a, I'm Crews. We're getting I don't know any player. of their names. I even needed help with Andre Brower. I don't know. I Honestly, the reason I don't watch it again, I just think Andy Sandberg. I didn't like him on SNL. I don't like him at all. He just fucking grates on me. I don't know. I know. Okay. I just, and that's all right. Him. That's understandable. It's I actually, I enjoy him enough. I do watch the show. I get a kick out of I it. I love all the diehard uh, references. But you can't miss the fact that basically Chuck he's supposed to be the same workplace as uh, Law & Order SVU. Yeah. And SVU is just brutal over the wow. top drama. Yeah. And this absolutely issues all I of that. I think it's more of a Barney Miller in the 21st century. Yeah, but it, it doesn't, um, the whole point of this No, like, Barney uh, Miller the whole point took of things this, more seriously than this show the ever whole, did. The whole point of this is that it doesn't it, it, it brings in all this all this different color this different flavor a into a yeah. show, yeah. but it's, it's, it's not the butt of the but joke. Yeah. yeah, and they're all like, take not that they're all mocked. They're all. There's just not a lot of seriousness to it. They, and they Where, don't like, if you were going to bring in, like, a if you had a show like Law and Order SVU, and then you brought in a medical examiner who was a, I don't know, nine foot tall transgender Asian child, that would be considered like this is a brave step, because they would have to treat it with a certain amount of seriousness, maybe. Like because you can't be making jokes, and if you did, you wouldn't want them to be the butt of it. Now that is the real accomplishment, is what I'm hearing, is what Brooklyn Nine Nine is being praised a for. A little different, putting in all these crazy characters, but their simplistic character traits are not the butt of the joke. Correct, you're absolutely right. And on top of that, just to kind of nudge against what you were trying to say is that they actually do touch on important topics in society and they treat them with dignity and respect and humor. Like, for example, there was a, a story arc where the Terry Crews character was racially profiled. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he was he didn't have his wallet on him, didn't have his badge on him, and he was treated poorly by a New York City police policemen and you know the way that they handled that that's just one example the whole show is riddled with this stuff now at some they, point in that episode did the studio audience go Ooh, it's and still on location in new york now no, ah, no. well then yeah i don't think it's structured for this it's, comedy yeah, to take no, a left turn it's not like it's that, not going to do that but you know but they do handle all that stuff really well and anyway i don't want to go off on this whole rant here Beep the boop. Oh, okay. well then let's but, just uh, rewind just, this. Uh, <laughs> but what I want to say is, is that uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine is probably that and the Good Place. Um, and let's not forget 
that 2017 brought us the X-Files again. Mm-hmm. And that happened last year. Did you watch it, Grimshay? I did not. Did you watch it? Yeah, absolutely. Was it? And it's, what did you think? And it's back now. It was... What, it was weird. It was like looking at an old. It was like looking at an old friend, <laughs> like a slower you version. Know? Yeah, you're like. <laughs> I just, I'm not even convinced the last season came out in 2017. Yeah, it was 2017. I think it might have been December of 2016. Don't fuck And the me, bro. next season's coming out like next month. I think 2017 might have been an X Files list. The year. new season started. Like this. Well, we didn't talk about it last show, so let's talk about it now. <laughs> right. Um, and it, yeah, and so as part of our preview, we'll talk about the next one coming out. I, I will say this about the X Files, which I think came out last year. Um, it might have the single best X Files episode ever. And it's the one with that English dude where he's like a lizard or like an alien or. You know what I'm talking about? This you, you think this is the best episode yeah, of yeah, television? Yeah. No, no, no. The best X Files episode. Oh, the best ever episode of X Files. Might have been on the last. Talking about ep- from yeah. the '90s to today. It was number one. You guys will know whoever saw the 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 most recent season of the X Files. If I say the British dude, you guys are going to know. Like this episode was funny and weird. It was and good to see them back. Like yes, that's exactly and, and, right. And that that's was another thing say. about 2017, <laughs> man. We saw Will and Grace come back. Will and Grace came back. We were seeing Roseanne coming. Roseanne's back in a coming back weeks. next year. Yep. You know, this year. Um, so we're seeing a lot of familiar faces. Not because it used to be you're done with the show, you come back with a new show. Like Ted Danson's in the good place. Ted Danson is always going to be on a show. But now, not only <laughs> people are coming looking. back, you know, they're 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 bringing back their old fucking shows. I'm hearing about, and I know you're going to watch it. The Office may be coming back. I heard about you know. So, yes. you know, old is new, new is old, man. I mean, everyone kind of leaves, but they end up coming back and just doing... Do you have a favorite show of last year? 2017? You know, it, it's tough. There was so much. I mean, I want to say, like, hey, favorite show was, you know, some new thing, um, some old thing. I think a couple a couple shows stood out, and I'm not going to go off on a, on a, go off on a tangent, but... Um, the last season of Orphan Black came out. Um, that's kind of critically acclaimed, a little under the radar. Yeah, uh, one I was familiar with but never watched. Tatiana Malsani, she plays I like can't five wait. different characters. I really cannot yeah. wait. I have to, heard good things. I want to be her. stranded in a cabin with that mo- with that series. I have n- I've only seen one episode. I've, se- I've seen the pilot, and it's... So I just it's one of those things I just haven't had the time. Yeah, I know I can say about stranding you. By the way, just so mm-hmm. everyone knows, we do our research on the show and yes, the X-Files last season came out January 24th, 2016. So about 2 years ago. Oh, wow, all right. January of 2016? Yes. No. Yes. The next one does come out here in 2018, 2017. Zero X Files. Oh. No X Files presence For whatsoever. X Files is listless. I don't think that's right. You got to check your sources. <laughs> so All right, I just, I just lean closer to the computer screen, and they are checked. Um, but you know, second to that, I just um, I think Game of Thrones delivered. We were rapping about it earlier about the kind of rush kind of sprint to the end. Mm. Man, I think a lot of it paid off. I really dug is it. Is it over the whole yeah. series? No, one no, more. So it, it one is, more. And that is why it's been kind of a perennial thing. Like, every year, 
if you're doing a year in review of television, you have to talk about Game of Thrones. Just like over the last few years, you have to mention a Star Wars movie. <laughs> it has become something so expected. So the idea that this next one coming out, which may not even hit until next year. We'll yeah, see if there's a 2018. A lot right. more people but watch Walking Dead. Once Dad. that happens, it's oh yeah, but no one talks about it as much anymore. Nobody cares about Game, Game of Thrones either. Oh, trust oh, me, you more are. people are talking Game of Thrones. You know what, than man? I'm on, the, I'm on the bus, but know, I will say just we a, understand just a, you're a Walking Dead fan and you don't like Game of Thrones, but even <laughs> objectively, no, the the Walking Dead phenomenon. Is is a plateaued franchise. You're always going to have people watching, it's but not, it doesn't it's not have more the plateaued same excitement. Game of Thrones. That's not true. That's a whole other show. Let, let yeah. me let me wrap up on my little 2017 spiel. I will say my favorite new show was Travelers. Like I just mentioned, a little and bit I love a great it. show. If you got to take a look at it, and one thing I started watching within the past few months, which I totally missed the boat on, it's a little show called Psych. Oh, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. From, I, from USA. From USA. Yeah. I just started watching Long-time it. Long-time listeners can find our archives from 2005, uh-huh. where we talk all about the new show Psych. Yes. Which wasn't canceled <laughs> uh, yeah. at the time. Of our time. But they did uh, create a new movie yeah, based and that's on what... it this year, which helped uh, because there's a long backlog, which is... I agree, though. I like Psych. I just, I just it, it, it stars, like those it stars, CBS shows of old. It stars like, Doug like, from... Like uh, uh, Simon and Simon. Right. Doesn't it shit star like Doug? That. Doug? Doug. No, the you're, Cosby show. you're thinking of Bud. No. And, Bud. No, it's no, not and you're Bud. completely that's a, wrong. That's a gag on the show. So many levels. It's a gag on the show. His name is Bud. Is he actually played Bud? No, that's no, a gag on the show. I it's really, swear to God. It's, no? It's, it's a gag on the show. Fuck God. He don't But, um... Wow. <laughs> I got nothing really. Let me down. But no, so I, I started watching an old show. So also this week on Saturday, Saturday morning cereal? Nihilism. Existentialism <laughs> and the darkness below. <laughs> so those are some of the shit I was checking. And then all the Marvel shows, Gifted, Runaways. I mean, there's some good shit out there. Just your Shay, normal tropes. What did you like TV-wise? TV-wise? Uh, what, what I think uh, struck me the most, I... Uh, HBO had another good round of stuff, not just uh, the Game of Thrones, but I. 2017 was Westworld, right? Yes. I was still this year. Dude, that was 2015, dude. You're so old. It almost beep, feels that way. But the, HBO is, loud, is still solid, even though it it is slowly producing shows. Rick and Morty, when it comes to yep. like the Adult new stuff, Land, I'm waiting to yep. show up on the streaming site that I already had to go find elsewhere. And we have a show Great about stuff. it, by the way, BattyPRadio.com. We talk about Rick and Morty. That's cause... true. We have a, an entire episode yep. because you guys got to talk to Royland and Harmon and mm-hmm. all those all those jerks. Sarah Chalk. Sarah Chalk. Chalk. Uh <laughs> but I think what I have enjoyed the most this year has probably been uh, Black Mirror, which is oh, not a show I that started that. this it year. Good. Uh, but uh, 2017 was the first year when it was uh, Netflix like bought it from the BBC, which made the first two seasons. And for those of you who don't watch British television, when a British TV show comes out, they make about one and a half episodes. <laughs> Put and them out every, there. And one of them and is just so that you can drink yeah. your tea. Yeah. 
CFT breaks. And, and then, then about uh, yeah, four to five years later, they'll put out another one and a half. So that's this show, which is like a, a anthology Twilight Zone kind of creepy horror. Again, buzzword for 2017, twisty show. Uh, but then this year, Netflix took it and made a whopping, I think, five episodes, Ooh. maybe four episodes and every, out of it. And everyone in Britain. But also had people with American accents and American celebrities. Made it a little easier to watch without the uh, subtitles on. But the point is, it it speaks on a lot of levels. The newest, the technically came out 2017, like the December 30th. So I'm going to include it in 2018 next year when we all talk. Okay, he was bringing up the, the new season, so. which just proves that they're willing to keep doing this. Uh, Black Mirror, everybody, go check that out. That was good. I'm that was a good one. Yeah. That was all right. One. So now we have covered television. We have covered movies. Although nobody asked me what I wanted to watch for TV. I really feel like no one is unaware of your opinions at this point. What was my favorite TV show then? I know. I know. Have I, I said it yet on this recording? All right, all right, shoot it. Go ahead, <laughs> get it out there. Uh, is that Punisher? on ABC? Never, never heard of it. What, what is the the Punisher? Is it is it like a strict parent? He like punishes like who and or whom or... does he punish? So like who? All the bad people. <laughs> all right, yes, that deserves mentioning. Oh it's funny how that falls in between like the Marvel movie universe and network TV somewhere in between is the Punisher. Like, um, which I feel like I saw some of the best parts there. There wasn't daredevil, but then this, this, but then that was the last best. Well, Luke Cage was fucking awesome. Actually, but the Netflix Marvel stuff, Jessica Jones was was starting to go a little downhill. Defenders was okay. Was okay. It was okay. Iron Fist. It was was, I don't. The first twenty minutes of Iron Fist Fist. was, and then Punisher came out. I said, "Oh, this is a slight return to form." Well, Hmm. almost immediately they got bad. They got something that was good out. It was simple. But it was right, in my opinion. Oh, so right. It was like, long I believe and I even slow, texted you. I was but just they like, had some great stuff. I believe there. I even texted you. I was just like, let me know after you watch the second episode. Wink, wink. <laughs> oh, is that what you? Well, yeah. You after still after the yeah. picture of the penis, I didn't really. Yeah. Read <laughs> what does this have to do with Goodfellas? <laughs> um, but yes, if you guys, uh, for you more keen eyes out there, uh, in the Punisher in the second episode, the diner where uh, the Punisher first meets in quotes, um, microchip. That's the same diner that Robert De Niro. Uh, talks with um, Harvey Ray Keitel. Liotta. Ray Liotta. Harvey Keitel and, uh, probably also Goodfellas. off, off camera. At some point. <laughs> he was just in there. Want to make sure you're in this conversation. <laughs> but yes, that that's the same exact diner that's in most of Goodfellas. Yep. And when I saw I, I saw it for the first time, I was I as soon as the Punisher dropped, I I knocked out like four episodes like in one night, you know. No. And I was I remember I saw that and I was like, holy shit! I was like, no way. That's true. And I, I didn't it. I didn't recognize it until you and told I, me to and go then back I started to search. I started it. to Google it. Right. Like started. I was like, you know, I started to Google uh, diner Goodfellas, uh, and then you know that gave me the answer. So yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a long journey. 
I figured it out right away. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give you some more examples. He's out there hanging, hanging uh, like string from theory to theory. I was holding up a, you know, like, a boot box. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'd go from rags to riches. But no, it was, uh, I found the answer right away because there's actually a website that goes like, it's like Goodfellas locations or something. And then I found the name of the, anyway, yes. Yeah. Confirmed. The diner in the second episode of The Punisher is the same diner that a lot of Goodfellas happens at. Um, and I think it's actually called the Goodfellas Diner now. It is, uh, yeah. Eventually, yeah. from what I understand from the lore, they eventually just changed the name. To the Goodfellas Diner. From, yeah. Because originally it was the uh, the Godfather Diner. The dude drop in. And they were like, <laughs> nobody gets it. doesn't look like the Godfather. Mm-hmm. Change it to the Goodfellas Diner. Now it's been sold. They're actually uh, they're changing it into a TGI Fridays. <laughs> Very disappointing. Oh, but that that is unfortunately Not the way Buffalo the cookie crumbles. <laughs> um, but so so look, this movie comes out, and if you guys go back, go to MadDPRadio.com, check out our 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 archives. That's a hard sentence to say when you're this drunk. Not for most. Um, you go back, listen to our archives. And you listen to our last year's show, and we were all excited about The Punisher coming yes. out. Mm-hmm. And um, anticipation is Did there not for me. disappoint. Exactly. That and it was, was so yeah. good. I've seen it. I'm on my fourth watch through now. And I just love it. And I, I've tweeted, like, I'll watch a show for the I'll, – I'll watch an episode for, like, the third time, you know, or third time through or whatever. And I just tweet The Punisher people, and then people just start – chatting and talking about it, you know, which is really great. That's what Twitter's for. Um, and my God, people are like into this show. They're into this. They're into what they see, you know, like there's a lot of dialogue, a lot of conversation. You know, yeah, people, are, people are happy with this. It's thing. easy. Yeah. It's easy it, with the Punisher. You could have just put in a guy, Hey, um, shoot a bunch of guns, kill a bunch of people, um, just gore, 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 yep. just yep. do what the fuck well, ever. Well, I believe know. they did that a few times <laughs> right. in movies, and it still <laughs> didn't time. work. Right. It kind of took until uh, the, the the atmosphere was right, and then Marvel did it right. by Mace. He, he was part of Daredevil first, mm-hmm. and they started nice and easy with Daredevil, which was another big erase and correction in the right. uh, Marvel universe was Daredevil. Well, they, Once they realized they got that right, they said, well, let's build the strongest next character off that. They did that. Uh, so I think, yeah, that show was awesome. Mm-hmm. Really good. They're going the right direction with that. It's just, uh, to me, it's a damn shame to hear about all the sexual assault allegations against Frank Castle. But, hey, that's the world yeah. we live in. Frank Castle's had all sex right. twice. So that's, he has two kids. <laughs> that's, all right. I mean, that's he a, gets the fucking yeah. job done. He he's a sharpshooter. He's a sharpshooter, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But apparently no, no, but he's, look, he's not above cleaning a shotgun in front of an intern. Point being, this has been a, this has been a great <laughs> TV recap. Let's, uh, let's take a little bit, of, little bit of a break. We're going to come back with uh, interviews with Steven Spielberg, Tom Hanks, and... Uh, uh, who else? Alfred Hitchcock. Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. <laughs> Alfred well. Hitchcock yeah. and uh and Qui Gon Jin. All right, we'll see you in a minute, everybody. Chopper too. I'm a ghost chopper too. Let's chop in good part of it. 
Super <laughs> Pac-Man kind of sounded like a fucking weirdo, man. Yeah, that that seems. I'm Super Pac-Man. Or you guys, he had, uh, uh, that uh, I've never. You guys have n- no reverence for perfect sugary cereal of all time. Is Pac-Man? Let me tell you why. It's theme. It's basically kicks. You know, kicks for kids. Kick cereal. Yeah. Well, they were kid tested. Yes, mother approved. Kicks uh-huh. were the pellets, and Pac-Man and the ghosts, different colored ghosts. Pac-Man's whoa, yellow. Whoa, whoa, bro, whoa. Were all the mushrooms? They were. They were different are, are, ethnicity ghosts, not colored ghosts. Yeah, they were colored one. No, I mean like red, yellow. Oh wow! Blue. Are we wading into some kind of Paul Haggis crash? No memoir on. Huh? I'm being so superficial. <laughs> like I'm literally <laughs> telling you, it's pellets or kicks. That's the healthy part of the cereal. Right. And then, and that's what Pac-Man eats all the time right. in canon. He didn't eat the, yeah, the Pac-Man yes. cannon. Yes. He's eating kicks. That when he wah wah wah, yes, it was wah, oh, it's he needed cereals. pellets to yes. score points. And the rest of the cereal are marshmallows. Did I say mushrooms? I'm sorry, marshmallows. I think I might have said mushrooms. Which yes, you, you did. Okay, yeah, got they're you some stairs. Marshmallows, and they're different colored marshmallows because of the different ghosts. And Pac-Man. Well, shouldn't they be blue? Because that's the only time he ate them. If he ate them when they there were, were still, some yeah. blue ones in there too. So you can have your. But you can you only could, eat the blue ones out. if you try to eat a red ghost. You will die. Wah, wah, wah. But that's that's the story wah, you wah, could wah, tell wah, wah. in your well, cereal those bowl. Were, those were cyanide. Actually, if you ate those, you those could the tell. 80s. If you're, if you're, if <laughs> when you're eating Pac-Man cereal, you tell your yeah, own story. It was a decade when they put razor blades and uh, apples around Halloween. You had to be tough. So of Halloween. course they would put poison. Think of it this way, smart asses. Think of it this way: you have a big ass bowl, all right, and you like, like after you've eaten a lot of the bowl, and then you have a lot of milk. Like the milk to cereal ratio, it leans towards the milk, and then you have a couple of pellets, and you have a couple of those marshmallows. And you have a marshmallow Pac-Man left, and you take your spoon and you just go, wanga, 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 <laughs> and you're just kind of, just kind of solemn, soloming him through, you know, this little, this little maze or whatever. Did Did you actually set up a little maze in your cereal bowl? Because yeah, because I want to picture that. That's what I'm. I'm trying to. I'm trying to mine this right now. But yeah, yeah, just that's the fun of Pac-Man cereal. It is the most fun. Cereal ever is Pac-Man cereal, but the reason why I play it now is because 2017 also had apparently some video games, and so <laughs> there it is. Video games. Who played that? There we go, Marky, king of the segways. But yes, there were some video games this year. Uh, if we we're going to work backwards, I think probably one of the biggest, most recently released Pong would be the new Star Wars. Oh, yeah. I have that one. Battlefront. Yep. I don't. I have it. Johnny Heck, do you have it? I don't. I mean, you Well, it's I... kind of funny, the guy who was just looking down mm. on us <laughs> in <laughs> video gaming bought the most divisive video game 
and claims not to play. Is it, is it divisive? It is divisive. Uh, the whole loot crate oh, yeah. system. I hate that. Microtransactions, like you have to buy the game and then buy all this other shit to rank up. You know, but there I, are there actually are, this is not a joke, legal courts in this in this not just this country, because it was released internationally. I think it was actually recently let off the hook in the Netherlands or something, but there's other places where there are class action suits and and actual federal suits against this game for gambling because of how bad their pay-to-play system is, Wow! which would be something you'd kind of roll your eyes about and go, well, that's what you get if we were talking about, uh, like, an iPhone game that you had that was free-to-play. But we're talking about a triple-A console fucking $70, $80 out-of-the-box game and then it turns out you have to spend X amount of dollars just to get a little bit better at it to be competitive. And the odds are stacked against you worse than a casino. So allow me to retort. Because uh, since I am the only one that has this game. So um, now, now a word from Mark E.A. And so <laughs> there's... You get that? I got it. That's so I, I don't know what you're talking about. But this game, I... I played a lot of the first one because it was I was anticipating it because I liked the first two originally. They were they were they were awesome games and I was good at them. When you say the first two, you mean like fifteen, the twenty years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, PlayStation right. twos yeah. or the yeah. the Xbox originals or what? I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, I loved those games and I was really good at them. And I you know like and then I moved my love of that type of game to Halo. You know, like that was the next one. I love that arcadey kind of shoot 'em up game, the Doom. Right? Remember that character Doom? Like yep. that first person kind of like. You know, you could see where the gun. You know, like you're holding the gun. That's yeah. first person shooter. Yeah, the yeah. First person, yeah, it was that's, that's epic. And I was good at that, you know. Um, and then I played, I played that other game so much that I earned, I earned the highest rank. I had all. I had unlocked everything through play. Completionism. Correct. Yeah. Now I don't mean like all the little. Easter eggs and shit. Like no, no. I mean, but I mean, okay. I so was, you didn't actually complete. No, it, but fair enough. No, no. But I had every. I had the highest rank, and I had every single unlocked weapon or trait. Like I filled. So on your Tinder profile, my you arena wrote, was. I am full. at the highest rank for Battlefront. Yes, you cannot beat me. That was like, and I had everything unlocked. And then I remember I did all this, and I remember even having to play like levels. With this fucking stupid sniper rifle, and I was just perched up and just lobbing, you know, it was boring. But I just wanted to earn the fucking badge or whatever. Right. Anyway, I did it all this. It became an addictive compulsion. Correct. I understand. I'm not kidding. This, like, this like is a, is a week real after, a week after I do all this, you could just buy it, and it was like eight dollars. <laughs> eight dollars. Now let me I spent ask you. Two though, months trying to get everything. What if, like, let's say, just for argument's sake, uh, you have been the first week into this endeavor to earn it all. Uh huh. So you already basically have kind of an idea, a scope of how hard it is going to be, how long this journey might be. Right. What if then they release the option to just buy it? Would you have bought it? Would you have kept going, or would you have just said, oh, it's all rigged, thrown up your controller, and left? 
If I had never played the game before, and I'm not going to answer your question That's directly. That's why I said, apparently. oh. All right, okay. but uh, mostly because I forgot it. But, um, but <laughs> no, if, I'm saying you've already I started I, working towards you, this goal, no. but then they offer you the chance. To They're like, hey, you know it? what? For eight bucks, would you do it? Then would well, you do we it? Could, um, you know, we could throw around the would use or wouldn't use. I'm but throwing what I this say one. This, I know. And so let me answer a, a, another question that you didn't ask. What are you running for office? <laughs> yes, I would. No, I wouldn't. So I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. But uh, I want you to stick with me here, real quickly. I want to tell you about when I was four. No, no, wait. Maybe I was three. No, I was. I was thirty-eight. So by now, a lot of you have tuned out on what Marquis is saying. We're going to spend the next few minutes. I just, I wanted just me and Johnny Hack talking really about. It really meant something to somebody who was. Who was All right, that's mean. Me. You know what? You know what? No, Marky, Marky, we're wrestling okay. the control All of this right. conversation right. back, back I'm again. I'm back. I'm back. Am I back? You you are okay. back. All right. On a probationary what? basis. However, as I recall it, we're about to end the show with a quick talk about video games, which you have already told us you don't play. Yeah, except for this one that you asked me about. Yeah and, yeah, and trust me, I already regret so that. So I think I think the whole the whole point of this whole Johnny Hack, what have you been playing? Two thousand seventeen had a lot. Well, I've been it, playing I, a I lot. Tried I do it. like. Do I'm just laughing at Marky, but there's a game called Horizon Zero Dawn. Came out early 2017. I know that one. I mean, yeah. Um, two months. Uh, first person then, shooter. Uh, brand new story. Crazy. Original uh, writing. Female led character. It's really cool. Really fun. You don't have to spend a million dollars to try to get up and get all the boosts and all the bullshit to be competitive. And it's not an online play. Great story. Yeah. It's really fun. It's, I played it as well. I agree with you. It actually was, it was just an game. open world. Action. Open world action sandbox oh, play with some off off side quest man. You just dive into this universe, which is what which is what I wanted Battlefront to be. Yeah, and it so wasn't. I mean, and that's the thing about Battlefront. You and I played online together at the same time, man. We're getting smoked yeah. all the time. The the most recent one. Well, the first one, right? Yeah. Well, that's where it gets confusing. There's the prequels. There's the sequels. There's the original. But, well, but but we're talking about uh, the Battlefront for modern consoles, right? The PS4, the newest one just hit, yeah, which yeah. is divisive, and right. I stand by that word as for reasons we've already explained. Well, you're going to jump online and get your ass kicked because you're not laying down a lot of extra money, and that's bullshit. But Horizon Zero Dawn, old school gameplay, really beautiful, fun ass game. Loved it. Dude. Just lock yeah. right in. And it's been voted, I think, in a lot of publications about video games. Yeah. And it's, it's what video games need, and it's what the it's, it's what we need. I think it's what Mark E needs before so he can get out of this. Actually, you know, it's, it, one of the things that's great about it is that not only did I play it the entire thing and had a great time because it is just a flat out fun game. It's kind of like uh, one of the Just Cause games right. or. Uh, kind of Grand Theft Auto, but with its, it has enough of its own personality. I just love the game. Whereas at the same time, it turns out when, once I was done, 
everybody was talking about how it was a progressive game because it was a female protagonist and stuff. It has a lot of echoes of Wonder Woman, where I was like, I just thought it was a great movie. I just thought this was a great game. As a matter of fact, Marquis might even be able to get in on this. Let's check in on Marquis. Marquis, we're talking about this video game, which we we enjoyed, but at the same time, this is a celebrated game as being like uh, progressive in a feminist sense. It's got a female protagonist, and just the way she's presented, it is apparently so gender neutral that I didn't even realize that playing, just like we were talking about with Wonder Woman. Well, they're not throwing her so out what there. Is it, does that uh, impress you? Does that make you want to play the game? Is this game or, called Metroid? <laughs> Oh, good point. For uh, for those of uh, you who have been listening to us since 1987, right around there, you might remember how we discussed at the end of the original NES Metroid. You, if you beat it, I think it was within a certain time limit. Yet it turns it out, Seamus, times. Seamus, the main character, Seamus, Samus, yeah, God help us was a woman. Yes. They had a little clip that you found out she was a woman because uh, once the armor disappeared, she was very shapely wearing a bikini. Yeah. So not the most on-point feminist like message, it was but like that, still. It was like that awesome scene in Just One of the Guys. <laughs> was the, which, the helmets over which, her tits or something. Oh, that was on the cover. Just, right, yeah. yeah, the helmets on the tits was the right. cover, but... It was the greatest tit scene of all time since, like, Phoebe Cates, or before Phoebe Cates. But anyway, Phoebe Cates is in the conversation. But topless. Speaking of feminism. Yeah. I we're we're going to go ahead and. <laughs> I do like. Listen, speaking of that, John, yeah, Don. Johnny Heck, talk to me the, over here the, while, while he, uh, while he sets himself up for lawsuits. Listen, I think what we can do at this point is just agree 2018 can only get better, but I'm not expecting much. No. It's After the year, 2016, the bar has been set so low. Right. 2017 was meh. I, it, was a, it, was a big, right. it was a big coiled pile of meh. And you know what? I think this is the Chinese year of um, just no expectations. Yeah. You know what? I, I will say all of the Marvel movies were good enough. That uh, the television situation is, I can't even keep up. So that's that's good news. Right. Uh, we can also even say, hey, there was even a DC movie that didn't suck. And beyond that, I don't want to get political, but you know what? No nuclear holocaust. Yes. So 2018, the best we can hope, <laughs> the bar we can set <laughs> is say, yeah, the bar. No nuclear holocaust. Marky, what do you think? Pro. Or anti-nuclear holocaust for 2018? Give us your prediction. Grab him in the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that yes. is clearly a signal that that's enough. That's enough of this. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. Oh, this is enough of this.